Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Marcia Thaddison on For Your Health. You're on the D Hour Network. Today is August 5th. Can you believe it? We are August 5th here. Oh, wait a minute here. And I just want to welcome everyone. We have a special guest, and I just want to welcome that guest. Brenda, are you there, Mr. Ms. Brenda Cox? Yes, I am. I'm glad to be here, Marsha. I am so happy to be have you on the show because um, what you stand for with the Living Food Institute, I was reading your bio, but I wanted you to give me a little information with our audience because our last show last week was dealing with nutrition for children and families talking about our kids eating and their behavior that's linked to diet. But I know you have a more big platform as far as a stronger platform with health and nutrition regarding cancer. Brenda, I welcome you to the show. I know you have been on this journey for many, many years on health, nutrition, and how food can heal your body. Tell our listening audience, Brenda, a little bit about who you are, this journey, what sent you on this journey, and how you're helping others. Well, in 1999, I was diagnosed with both breast and cervical cancer, and my doctor wanted me to do surgery and chemo and radiation, so mastectomy and hysterectomy. I had watched my mom and all of my aunts go through battles with cancer, breast, cervical, uterine, ovarian, cervical, and I said when I saw that it was the treatments that really did them in, not the disease, that if I did ever get diagnosed with cancer, I would not do the surgery, the chemo, the radiation, that I would look for some way to help my body to heal itself. And then, of course, I was diagnosed in 99, so I had that opportunity to to step up to the plate. Now, my doctor was not happy with me because... He wanted to immediately do surgery and immediately start chemo and radiation. Instead, I changed my diet. I worked on my mental and my emotional health and well-being. I detoxed my body. And my body did what it was created to do, which is to heal itself. And that's how my journey began. It was really all about me and my health not realizing that God had a mission for me, which was to open a center and teach other people about organic raw and living foods and cleansing and detoxing the body and healing their mental and emotional self and reducing stress and all of that. I really would have never guessed that I would have opened a health and healing center but it was uh, quite a natural progression. It changed my life, and now it's been 19 years, and it, it has changed lives of many, many thousands of people for all types of health reasons and health issues. So, you know, it's a story, I guess, Marcia, of a seemingly bad situation, being diagnosed with cancer, that actually turned into a real gift for me, number one, because I learned so much about myself, and then a gift for others as well, 
that they can now learn and and take care of themselves and heal all types of different diseases in a natural way. So it is exciting. And you know what um what I'm really amazed is how did you at that point cuz usually when you have cancer or you've been diagnosed with something you're afraid, you're scared, you don't know what to do. You you know what I'm saying and you don't know where to turn. And a lot of times you become fearful, and because of that fear, you, you buckle under the system that the medical doctors are telling you you need to do. I mean, had you heard about other people doing it on the natural platform or had heard previously, or you just kind of took that leap of faith? You know, I didn't. I, my motivation was this. I watched my mom and all of mm-hmm. my aunts get diagnosed with cancer and do surgery and chemo and radiation. I watched what that did and how that actually was the downfall and what did them in. And I said if I ever got diagnosed, I would never do that. That was my motivation. I knew what I was not going to do. I really had not thought about, well, what would I do? It was really all about I will never do that. So Mm -hmm. then my journey began with me. You know, I left after I left my doctor's office, went straight to a health food store, asked the woman that was the greeter at the front if there were any books about anybody who had ever healed cancer naturally. She mm-hmm. pointed to a book by uh, Edie Mae Hunsinger about her journey with cancer. She had tried surgery, chemo, and radiation. It had returned several times and now had metastasized into her body it was stage four and she had been given a diagnosis of maybe three months to live and she wrote a book about her journey and how she uh, finally came to realize that nutrition and cleansing and detoxing the body and healing you know on the mental and the emotional level and reducing stress and all of those things would support the body to heal itself And when I read her story, and she had a lot of other testimonies as well of other people who had tried this same method to heal and had had great results. So when I read it, I thought, this is exactly what is right for me. This is going to work for me. I really think it was God directing me all the way, just putting that right book in my hands, me reading it, it really resonating with me. And then it was just, I was off and running on my journey to take care of my own health. Now, from the time that you was diagnosed and you read the book, making that decision, how long of a time frame did you start feeling or seeing anything different or changing with your body? Within the first two weeks, I saw some changes, and within the first 30 days, some really dramatic changes because with the cervical cancer, I had a lot of heavy bleeding, and that actually completely stopped. It really cut back down a lot within two weeks, but within 30 days, I didn't have any more bleeding. The tumor that I had in my breast was um, a larger tumor, so I could feel it, and as it began to shrink, After 30 days, it felt like it was about half its size, and after about 60 days, another half of that, and then 90 days, I could only feel a little bit, and then from that point on, I didn't go back to my doctor for six months, 
So from that 90-day point on, um, I'm imagining what was happening was that tumor was continuing to reduce itself. And, you know, tumors are made up of pockets of toxins in the body. And as you really detox the body and at the same time simultaneously giving it the right nutrition, then it can use those things to be able to heal. We've got to get out the problems that were in there first because if we just change what we eat, it's like putting good food on top of a bad situation. But if we get out the toxins, and that can be heavy metals, it can be fungus, mold, yeast, bacteria, viruses, chemicals, um, prescription and over-the-counter medications that we've taken throughout our lives because these toxins store in our bodies. And that's one of the things that gives us problems and facilitates us creating of various diseases are all these toxins and chemicals that our body is being bombarded with or has been for many, many years. We really have to get that out. So you start seeing, noticing something. Where, what did you, I mean, I'm trying to figure out how do you start? Did you just start with just grabbing hold of any fruits and vegetables? Did you know to purchase organic at the time? Cause well, when I read Edie May's book, like she pretty much mm-hmm. outlined it all. You know, she talked about mm-hmm. organic, wheatgrass okay. juice, rejuvalac, mm-hmm. and she had the recipe in there of how to make that veggie kraut, fermented cabbage, um, the energy soup recipe that she used that Dr. Ann Wigmore had developed before her death. Mm -hmm. And those things she shared. So when I read them, I I did exactly what she said in that book. You know, I got wheatgrass juice. I actually went to a nearby juice bar that juiced wheatgrass juice every Mm -hmm. day so that I could buy it and drink it. Eventually I got my own wheatgrass juicer and started juicing my own at home. But that's how I started. And I just followed her recipe for Ann Wigmore's energy soup, which I made in a in a Vitamix blender. She actually talked about that machine and what a good machine that it was to be able to do blending. And so I, I followed very closely what she had done, and it really worked. Now, you said something about one of the things you start learning is emotional healing. There's a book uh, by Carol Truman, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. Have you heard of that book? That book is a book that we use in our emotional healing classes that we do in our workshops that we hold every month at our Living Foods Institute. We We use three books, actually, Carol K. Truman, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. We use Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life. And we use Colin Tippin's book, Radical Forgiveness. And um, there's some very powerful things in there, as you know, um, that can really help all of us to get in touch with what emotionally is important for us to heal. Because when we heal our emotional self, our physical body will heal. You know, Dr. Edward Bach discovered that back in 1940s in Europe. As an allopathic medical doctor doing mainstream medicine, he felt that he was, by prescribing drugs and surgery, 
that he was doing more harm than good. And he meditated and prayed about what could he do that he would be really helping people because he felt that he may be doing more harm than good. And he says that it was revealed to him through his dreams and through meditation and prayer that he should treat the emotional self of the patient and that he should do it by using the essences of flowers. And that's the same Bach flower remedies that you can find in all health food stores today. So then when you were a patient of Dr. Edward Bach and you went in to see him, let's say he diagnosed you with cancer or MS or Parkinson's or diabetes or whatever that it was, instead of then prescribing drugs for those issues, he would talk to the patient about their emotional self and well-being. And then he would give them these essences of flowers that they would just take orally, you know, a liquid, And that would work on healing everything going on with him emotionally. And what he noticed was that then his patients were healing one by one because as the emotional self is healed, the physical body heals. And I think that's probably the most powerful lesson for all of us in in thinking, I think, number one, how we think. You know, because there's really, really how we think is more important than anything. Yes. And then number two is healing our emotional self. And then number three is getting control of our stress levels and being able to do a better job of managing our stress. And then number four is cleansing and detoxing our body of things that have accumulated in our bodies over the years. And then the fifth thing is to learn what the right nutrition is for our specific health and to give ourselves that optimum nutrition. Because, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all or a cookie-cutter approach. What is good for one may be different for somebody else. You know, like you and I may um, have different foods that we are sensitive to or even allergic to that we don't realize And if we're eating those foods, we're developing inflammation every time we eat them. And even without knowing it, we're creating health problems or we're making any health problems we may have worse because of more inflammation in the body. So, you know, it's important that we really learn about our bodies and what is best for us so that we can give our bodies what they need. And then the exciting thing, I think, Marcia, is that the body is so intelligent It was created so miraculously, and it knows what to do with all of these good things, and then it heals its own self. You know, I I love what you're saying, and I'm reading, I've read this book, Feeling Buried Alive, and I met with people who had cancer or other issues, and then I kind of page through the book where it gives you the definition or gives you the scenario that can bring on these types of disease based on your emotions. And I think that's the hardest thing for me, because I'm a very emotional person, um, is getting my thought process, um, I think the scripture says, uh, uh, bring every thought into captivity, so I bring it to the way, I'm supposed to be thinking about this, is this good for me? So, because if you got cancer and you're feeling pain, you're going to start thinking about that pain or what's going on, so I think that is a very hard, to me, that's the very hard part 
of healing emotionally and, and toward feeling better because, yeah, I can eat the food, I can do this, but as soon as the pain hit or I see the diagnosis or, I, you know, people look at you, you know, the sympathy, the empathy or whatever they may be giving you to make you think and you're ready to check out of here. So how, do you, how did you handle the emotional part for you? So the you're so right about emotions because all of us have gone through things in our lives and a lot of us don't want to even think about or relive those times. And we will suppress emotions. And as we suppress emotions into our cells, that begins to cause this imbalance. And that's how we develop these various diseases and illnesses in our body. I was really fortunate because I had watched my mom and my aunts go through getting diagnosed with cancer and doing these other um, treatments, and I had known that that was not what I wanted to do. Because of seeing that, I never had any fear so that was the one emotion. That's that's a big emotion that can hold yes. a person yes. back yes. is fear. Yes. Yes. I I never actually experienced that, and many people have asked me over the past 19 years about that. I had this very calm and very deep faith that if I followed the things that I had read about in this book of Edie Mae Hunsinger's, and that I followed and did those things that my body would heal. You know, when I even touched that book in the health food store, I had chills all over my body. So it was like I was getting these um, signs from God, that divine intelligence, letting me know, yes, that this is the book for you. Follow it. Yeah. So my, I had this overwhelming faith about it. And, you know, Marsha, I really think that that is one of the most important things for all of us because fear and faith can't actually abide together. Oh, you have to okay. really assi- decide, you know, you're going to be fearful or you're going to have faith. Because, see, if you're saying that you have faith and that you really believe that You know, for me, it was all about that I really believe that God is working in me, around me, and through me for good, and that he created my body to be able to heal, and it is going to heal when I do all of these healthy things for it. And I never doubted it. I just had that total faith. You know, I didn't say to myself, oh, my gosh, well, what if it doesn't work? Well, gosh, maybe it's worked for a lot of other people, but I'll be the only person it's never worked for. Then what am I going to do? You know, I never went there. I used all of my mental thinking to focus on these simple words. By the grace of God, I am healed. And I said that constantly, by the grace of God, I am healed. By the grace of God, I am healed. And I continued to think of that as my focus. And you know, when we think things, thoughts have energy. And thoughts go out into the universe and they attract things back to us. So it's so important that we get our thinking right. 
and that we're thinking about what we really want. Now, we're humans, so fear can take over really quickly. If we are not really in tune with who we really are and just stop and not allow it, you know, if that fear starts to take us over, to stop ourselves and say, no, that is not the truth. I am not thinking that way. By the grace of God, I am healed, and I am focusing on I am healed and not all these other fearful thoughts. So if we can get our thinking right first, Marsha, and we really can focus ourselves on knowing that our body is going to heal itself. And then we've got to be the partner in it, of course, because we've got to do the right things. We've got to give it what it needs to be able to do that. That does take work and effort. You know, something that I found along my journey one evening, I got into a hot tub and put my salts, you know, Himalayan salts in the water so I could detox and had my essential oils so that I could really relax. And though, you know, essential oils help because they cross the blood-brain barrier and they Mm -hmm. access the limbic system of the brain. So they are working to heal the emotional self. Uh, And they can even, they can be working while we're sleeping as well, which is wonderful. That's a wonderful time to process some of the emotional stuff that maybe we've been holding on to. And as I was in the tub soaking, a memory came back to me of when I had gone to school for the day. I was eight years old. And when I came home, my mother had given away my dog. And I loved that dog so much. And I was still grieving for that dog, and I was angry at my mother without even realizing it because this was when I was diagnosed at 50 years old. But at eight, this other very traumatic emotional thing had happened to me. And I didn't even realize I had been holding on to it all of those years. And I began sobbing and, and thinking about that, and I actually went through the process of forgiving my mother for having given away my dog and for uh, bringing love to that situation. So there's no telling what we could have as humans held on even from childhood that might be plaguing and bothering us and we're not really aware of it. But, you know, as you get on your healing journey and you start cleansing and detoxing with the food and you're doing things like, uh, you know, the essential oils and so forth, you'll notice that these emotions will come up. They'll rise to the top. And then if we can face them, and then a really good book, Marcia, is the Colin Tippins Radical Forgiveness. If we can practice in that book those principles that he teaches about of radical forgiveness of ourselves and forgiveness of others in our lives, that maybe we think have wronged us in some way or forgiving Mm -hmm. ourselves. Maybe we're guilty about something that we feel that we should have done, that we didn't do, we could have done, or whatever. Because, you know, as humans, we can actually be very hard on ourselves. We can be harder on ourselves than even other people are on us. Right, right, right. So within a couple of weeks, you were able to start seeing some difference with the nutritional, adding, changing your diet, 
with the wheatgrass? Were you only doing juicing, or were you just completely No, actually, raw? I was doing blending. You know, so in the mm-hmm. Vitamix, I was putting in my sprouts, my avocado, mm-hmm. a little bit of apple, not much um, fruit because of the sugar, um, the some sea vegetables, a lot of greens, um, some alkaline water, and blending it into a smoothie. So that way I was not only getting the juice of the plants, but I was getting all the fiber and all of the nutrition of the whole plant. Now, I blended into something that was like drinking a juice, but mm-hmm. the difference in juicing would be with juicing, you're just pulling the juice out and you're throwing away all of that fiber. Oh, right. With blending, you're keeping all of that fiber, even though you're turning it into a juice. And that's very good for us. It helps with elimination and um, and detoxification and cleansing because fiber helps to pull toxins out of the body. As an example, if you eat apple, the pectin in apple can pull radioactive residues from your cells out. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know, so, and and these things are in our bodies. You know, we're using our cell phones, we're watching television, Mm -hmm. uh, we're around all this radioactive, um, you know, particles that are in our various um, equipment, computers, and so forth. And we get bombarded with that. And, you know, if that's one reason why it's important that people get these wave shields and put them on their phones so that they are blocking some of that radiation coming right into their heads. One reason I think that we're seeing more brain tumors and brain cancers is because of the use of the cell phone right up next to the head. Yes. Yeah, so, but there are ways. I know there's something we use at our center, which is called a wave shield, and it's small. It just goes right on the phone, and we also have them for the computer, too. And it will block the that radioactive <coughs> and radiation particles of getting into your body. And they said that's one of the number one growing cancer is brain cancer in the United States. I've noticed that at our center because for wow. 19 years we've been having a lot of lot of different cancer patients come with all types of cancer to our center. And I've noticed that brain tumors and brain cancers of various types over the past 10 years mm-hmm. have quadrupled. Wow. Yeah. Now... The juicing and um, the emotional healing, here you, you open the center. When did you open your center? And how long, did you, when did you have that epiphany? I need to do this for others. I need to share with others to do this. You know, that's really interesting. That happened very early on. Within the first two months of my doing this for my own healing, I had this great epiphany that this was my mission in life, that this was a part of even my being diagnosed with cancer was part of my journey to lead me to being able to help others and to open a center to teach about this. And so I was diagnosed in February 
in June of 99, that same year, I taught my first class of six people. It, you know, it took you two months to be uh, to be eliminated. Your body eliminated cancer. You know, I don't <clears throat> I don't really know that because I didn't go back to my doctor for six months because my doctor had told me that if I didn't do surgery, chemo, and radiation, that he said I had to have that I would be dead in six months. So I said to him in his office that day. I'm not going to do any of those things, but I'll I'll tell you what I will do. If I'm still alive in six months, I'll come back. You're saying I'm going to be dead, but I believe I'm going to be alive. And that's wow. the day I left and got on this whole program. Now, I waited six months. Quite honestly, I believe that my body was healed at three months, but I can't prove that because I didn't go back to the doctor for six months. When I went back to the doctor, of course, he was very, um, well, dumbfounded, really. I mean, he was like, wow, what? And he wanted to know all about it, and I really respected him for that because he ended up writing the foreword to my first book, The Living Foods Lifestyle. And in that foreword, he talked about how amazing this, protocol this journey he started sending his patients to my center and he talked about how everyone should do this and I started realizing that in this mission that I felt was my divine mission that there was much more involved just like influencing a medical doctor that then opened his eyes and began sending his patients to learn about these things because he saw the benefit of how it could help and then I realized, gosh, this really is this is a global mission. If we can tell more and more people about this, many people can avoid ever even getting sick or diagnosed because they can do the right things for their bodies before they get diagnosed with something. And for people that have been diagnosed with a disease, then we can teach them so that they can realize that if they'll do these things and help their bodies, their bodies will will heal. And that's how it all really began. You know, people started coming for various reasons. At first it was all everybody with cancer. But then people started asking me about diabetes and Parkinson's and multiple sclerosis and arthritis. And, and I mean, every disease you can think of. And I would always say to them, you know, you're the first that's asked about this. I really don't know how it will help you, but I can't imagine that you wouldn't get good results. Why don't you come learn about it and try it? And let's learn together and let's see. And wow. case by case, people would come with all these diseases, do this same protocol, mental thinking, emotional healing, stress management, detoxing and cleansing, and the right nutrition for their specific needs, and these people would heal every type of disease. And that's how I've really come to realize over the years that there's not anything too difficult for the body to heal as long as we give it what it needs to do the job. Now, do you find when people come in, does it matter what stage they're in, stage one, stage two, stage four, cancer, it doesn't matter? 
it doesn't matter as far as that any stage of cancer can be healed. It can matter as far as what their energy level is or how bad or good they're feeling at the time because if people come with stage one or stage two, they may feel more energetic and may not even actually be feeling any kind of symptoms of their disease. Okay. If a person comes and they're in stage four, as an example, let's say it has metastasized to other parts of the body, it can still heal itself, but there may be pain involved then because the person's already in pain from the metastasis in their body and maybe the cancer has, um, you know, it has gone on and on or possibly they've been doing chemo and radiation and that has made the situation worse. There can be a lot of different uh, scenarios for that. So usually um, the earlier stage cancers uh, are, don't have as much of the fatigue and so forth as maybe somebody later stage. However, whether it's early or late stage, if a person is willing to do what it takes and they give the body what it needs, the body can heal itself. And I've seen people that have been only given a couple of weeks to live by their doctors with very advanced cancer to make a total turnaround and within six months to a year to be in the best health that they've ever been. I think that's why it's so important that we remember that with God all healing is possible and that the body will heal itself. Because a lot of times when people get diagnosed with a serious disease, a doctor will paint a very grim picture. And it will be a very negative picture. And then when the person buys into that and they begin to think about that and they begin to play it over and over in their mind, talk about it, tell other people about it, it's just exacerbating that situation and making it much, much worse. So it still goes back, Marcia, to how we think. You know, really thinking in a positive way is where it has to begin. Because when we do that, then hopefully we're going to learn to love ourselves more, take better care of ourselves, so that our bodies can heal and can stay well. You know, listening to you, you talk about your faith and and not fear, and is that it's like the Holy Spirit was with you, and you received that information when you received that the book. And one thing I'm listening to the power of the spoken word. You kept speaking over that, and you canceled out anything that was negative coming at you, and I truly believe that was another energy force that was allowing you to take care of yourself or to heal or to be on this journey and to help others to be there too. Now, you said something about pain. I know Dr. Gerson and them, they do enemas and stuff like that. Is that one of your prototypes, uh, prototypes of doing enemas, coffee enemas to help? We do. Now, we don't do coffee. We do Dr. Ann Wigmore's way. Okay. okay. Here's what we do. We do alkaline water, clear water enemas, and then we implant wheatgrass juice into the colon. Oh. Wheatgrass juice. It has every vitamin and mineral known to man. It has living enzymes 
It has all all your vitamins, all your minerals, and wheatgrass mm-hmm. juice is identical to human blood except for one component. Human blood has a nucleus of iron, and wheatgrass juice has a nucleus of magnesium, and that's the only difference that there is. So when we wow. take wheatgrass in, and especially when you take it into the colon, it gets dispersed to all of the organs and glands through all of the blood vessels and everything that are connected to the colon. It also is cleansing the colon because it's pure chlorophyll. So it's the greatest cleanser that we have for our bodies. Now, when we do coffee enemas, we're actually using something that is an acidic product, whereas wheatgrass juice is alkaline, and we want to bring the body back to alkalinity. Coffee mm-hmm. has caffeine. Now, caffeine right. is a drug, and it gets into the tissues, and actually even in things like breast cancer and many other types of tumors, uh, caffeine will be found in those tumors when they are dissected. So we want to detox caffeine out of the body. So instead of putting something that has been heated and cooked also, because remember wheatgrass juice is raw, so it's going to be alkaline, but the minute that you heat something, like your coffee, is acidic. So now we're making the body more acidic. So our philosophy is not coffee but alkaline water and then following it up with the wheatgrass implant. And we have found that's not only good to go in the colon, but if women are having issues with fibroids, endometriosis, uh, cervical tumors, ovarian tumors, etc., you can also do a an implant, a vaginal implant with wheatgrass juice too, and that right. can actually help in the healing of those types of cancers. Wow! Wow! Now, what is how long? How often do you suggest doing that? You know, because I know when you're juicing or drinking in those juice, it's releasing the toxin and it goes to the liver. So, how often is one to do those type of implants? When I was on my healing journey, I followed again the things that I read in Anne Wigmore's book. Because after I read Edie May's book. Um, of um, you know about healing. Then I read some books by Ann Wigmore, and the recommendations were with cancer that you do an enema beginning in the in the morning. You do one, and you do another one in the evening, and you do wheatgrass implants in the morning and in the evening. And I did that religiously for that entire six months. Now, once that six months was up, and I got a clean bill of health from the doctor, I cut that back so that I then would do it maybe three times a week and then eventually to one time a week and then to maybe once a a week, once every other week, then once a month and once a quarter. Because as you get your body really cleansed, unless you go back and put a lot more toxic stuff in there, then Mm -hmm. the body actually stays cleaner and you don't need to continue to do that as much. In the beginning, if you're healing something like cancer, I call that the boot camp healing stage, mm-hmm. then doing at least one enema a day with a wheatgrass implant would be very good. 
and two would be better, again, morning and evening, because you know what you're doing by that. You're constantly cleaning out any types of toxins that are being released into the colon, so they cannot get backed up in the liver, they cannot get backed up in the kidneys. You're getting rid of that stuff. And you'll know you'll notice when you do that too that you don't have as many of those side effects that you can have with detoxing like headaches or nausea or aches mm-hmm. and pains, you know, because you're cleaning out your colon rigorously. Now, if a patient, a person comes to you, come to your center, and they've been diagnosed, let's say multiple sclerosis, when they're doing this protocol, because some of these vitamins, some of these pharmaceutical drugs, you can't do green vegetables, and you know, they got blood sugars and some of these other stuff. How do a person do they decide to say, okay, I'm going to go all vegetables, I'm going to eat healthy, but what about the uh, the drugs, are they still taking drugs, they're still doing chemo when they're still doing this eating protocol, nutritional protocol? Some people will come that want to do completely natural. and They don't want to do chemo or radiation or any type of drugs, and they will come to learn how to do everything the natural way. Other people will come that want to combine using chemotherapy and or radiation and the holistic, healthy lifestyle approach in combination. Other people will even come while they're in treatments for chemotherapy, as an example, because doing our program will help them to breeze through and not have some of those severe side effects that chemotherapy can bring. So everybody's a little different. When they come to the program, one of the first things that we encourage everybody to do is to get the health scope scan test. It's a non-invasive test where we scan the skin. And we scan it in two or three different places, usually the cheek and the forehead and sometimes the hand. All of the information about everything going on in the body is held in the cells of the skin, which is our largest organ on our body. That information goes to the medical lab, and we get back a 12-page physiology report on the individual, which tells us everything going on in that person's body. So we know if they have heavy metals, which ones are they, and how much are the levels. We know if they have fungus, mold, yeast, bacteria, viruses. We know if they are allergic to any of the foods that they're eating or if they're sensitive to any of those foods because many times people are even trying to eat better and maybe they are eating what they would consider to be healthy foods without realizing that they're allergic to what they're eating. So let's say there a person is eating an, an avocado. An avocado is normally healthy for most people. But if a person is allergic to it and they eat it, then they're going to develop this inflammation in their body, and that's going to make their situation worse. And it can be with any kind of fruit, food, fruit, vegetables, nuts, seeds. In fact, this test even um, tests for animal products, dairy products, the full spectrum of all different types of foods. So then we can help customize exactly what the person needs to eliminate from their diet and exactly what they need to include in their diet. 
And then, and also then when we see, let's say they have heavy metals, they could just have one. Maybe they have aluminum or maybe they have lead or maybe they have um, uh, magnesium uh, or manganese rather. You know, maybe they have too much copper in their body, which is really a mineral. But if they've got heavy metals, they're magnetized and they hold on to things like viruses and like fungus and mold and bacteria and candida and worms and parasites. So once we know what's in the body, and then we can help the person to pull those things out, so we'd have to simultaneously get rid of those heavy metals while we're also pulling out that fungus or that mold or that yeast. And that's when the body then really begins to cleanse and heal and, and detox itself. And then that's also the reason that tumors begin to shrink because you're getting all those toxins out. And, again, remember that a tumor is nothing more than a pocket of toxins. So as they come out of the body, those tumors right. shrink. Now, you say a scanning of the skin, no blood test, just a scanning of the skin. That's correct. It's non-invasive. There's no blood test. It's all just a skin scan. Wow. And how and, and how many pages? You said, what, 12 pages? How many pages? There's a 12-page physiology report that comes back when the person gets this test. When it comes back, then... One of our practitioners who's been trained to read these very detailed reports, either over the phone, because, you know, a lot of times people may um, come into Atlanta to get the test and they may fly back to where they live, as an example, or they may even live in the Atlanta area but want to do a consultation by phone. So when the report comes back, we can email it to them. And then we can get on the phone and we can actually go over it step by step, showing them what showed up, telling them what to do to make the changes or to correct anything that needs help, and then get them on the right nutrition protocol that helps their body to become the best that it can be. I don't think you even get a, a blood test when you go to the You don't get nothing that thorough when you go to your regular physician. No, you don't. And it's really important to be thorough because the main thing that we want to do to help people is to teach them what to do at home on their own in their day-to-day life. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you get all this, this, these various tests done, but then you don't have any information about, well, what do I do now? You know, what can I do to help myself? Let's say that you have high blood pressure. You need to know how to adjust your diet so that you don't have high blood pressure anymore. Wow, wow. What about type type 1 diabetes, type 1? Type Type 1 diabetes is much more challenging than type 2. Type 2 in every person, and we've had several thousand people to come over 19 years with type 2 diabetes, 100% of those people that have done our program have normalized their blood sugar and have kept it normal without having to use any form of insulin or other medications. Type, And that usually happens, Marcia, within two to four weeks. It doesn't take long. Wow. But with type 1 diabetes, it takes longer. Sometimes with type 1, a person is never able to come completely off of insulin 
but they can cut back their requirement for so much insulin when they are doing the right nutritional program that you know that we design for them and some people even that have come to us with type 1 that have had to even go on dialysis have been able to cut down the number of dialysis treatments that they have needed and wow. have again cut back their insulin or other diabetic medicines so drastically and that's important because those medications damage the kidneys. Correct. So a Correct. lot of times diabetics end up having kidney transplants because of that. And so doing uh whether it's type 1 or type 2 with type 1 you are there is a possibility of completely healing it. I have seen it happen, but it's more rare. And then there is definitely a gr- the great possibility of really helping to improve it so that mm-hmm. not as much medication is needed. Wow. Now, what at your center, just kind of um, give us a little bit where your center located and uh, how normally, what is the time frame of someone coming in and wanting to do a, a class with you or a workshop? Is that depending on the disease they have? It is. It depends on their uh, their health as well as their time frame of what they are able to come and do. You know, our our center first of all is in Atlanta, Georgia. We're at seventeen hundred Commerce Drive Northwest, Atlanta, Georgia, and we have programs that are thirty days. Programs are when people will come for fifteen days. And then we there's a two-week break, and then there's another 15 days for them. So they're, they're doing very intensive work and healing. Then we have just a 15-day program. We have a 10-day program, and we have a five-day program. And we even have the options for people to come just for one day. We have extra super detox days that people can come in and just get a good detox, or they can come in and get all of the hands-on complete programs. So they get therapies, they get their cleansing, their detoxing, they're eating their meals with us every day, all organic, all uh, raw, living, vegan foods. Uh, they can come in and get their tests done. They can get massages, colonics, reflexology, um, infrared sauna, Metatron mat, MedLite, emotional energy healing therapies, energy clearing therapies, vibrotherapies, thermography, all the things that we can support them with because we have a complete therapy spa. So a person can customize what they're needing and what they're wanting. Sometimes people would like to come for 30 days, but maybe they only have five days right now. So they want to come on in and learn what they can and get started on some some good, healthy lifestyle habits. Usually I like to speak to people about what their health goals are and maybe what they're facing as far as their health challenges. 
And then I can talk to them about the different types of programs that are available to them and the results that they can most likely expect to see from those programs and then help them make the best decision for what they want to accomplish. What are the age groups that are people coming to you for treatment? What are the ages groups? So we have young children as young as between 8 and 10 with their parents whenever those children have diseases. And the oldest that we have had to come to our program is 96. So we have teenagers, we have young adults, we have more middle age, and we have senior citizens. Uh, Because, again, we're supporting each person individually for what they need for their particular health issues. So we do have a wide variety of different age ranges coming. You know, that's exciting, too, to see that in the classes uh, when people are there and being able to interact with each other and support and love each other through the process. It's really, you know, I think people get as much benefit from that as they get from our teaching them about the recipes and and them eating the food and getting the detoxing is just being there with other people that have those same goals and aspirations of healing. It's exciting. The children, I'm curious about the children because, you know, Milwaukee, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and a lot of children in Flint, Michigan, they haven't led. So we're uh, the scanning of the skin identifies the lead and certain food because lead will make people violent and mentally retarded. It has a profound effect on especially young children. And I'm glad to say kids are there at your center, and I'm wondering, would your protocol help young people who have lead in their system? It absolutely will because we will and know how to safely detox and cleanse that lead out of the body and it's got to be cleansed out of the body and gotten out of the cells because as it stays in the cells it can do more and more damage over time the good news is once we get it out of the cells we can see dramatic improvements one example of that is when there's high levels of lead that's in the body it can really affect cognitive ability so you know children that are trying to learn or young adults or anybody that's got a lot of lead say within their brain cells they'll have more of a difficulty in learning it'll be like once we help them to cleanse and detox a big fog being lifted off of their brains now things will become clearer and easier to understand Uh, It's really very important that we help people detox heavy metals out of their bodies. Aluminum is another one. You know, when they do autopsies on Alzheimer's patients, they Mm -hmm. find high levels of aluminum in their brains. So that we know that that is affecting uh, diseases like Alzheimer's. So we want to get it out. So the toxin, as you mentioned earlier, our emotions and our nutrition all play a part on us being sick. They do. It starts with, number one, our mental thinking, most important, how we think. Number two, from our emotional self, 
and emotions that we have carried with us from the time that we were very, very small, maybe even still in our mother's wombs that we've been affected emotionally. Next, the stress that we're under today, because it's not what happens to us, but our reactions to what happens to us. So we must learn how to manage our stress. Number four, we've got to get the toxins out of the body. So detoxing and cleansing is of the utmost importance. That's where we're getting out those heavy metals, the fungus, the mold, the yeast, the bacteria, the viruses, the worms, the parasites, the chemicals, the additives, the preservatives, the dyes, all of those things. And then lastly, the nutrition, that foundation of good health. As Hippocrates said, let food be your medicine. Let medicine be your food. So we really want to learn what are the best foods for us because we live in a society now of fast foods and dollar meals and fried foods and GMO foods and all kinds of foods that are not supporting us like we need to be supported. And so we really think we've got to help to re-educate people on that to learn about those good foods. You know, once people begin to make the changes, and it can be very gradual in the in the beginning and then building up to more and more, but as you make these changes, you begin to feel better. As you begin to feel better, you want to make more changes. You want to be more dedicated because now you can feel the difference in your energy levels when you eat really good food versus when you eat junk food. And I agree 100% because one thing I've been learning in this journey is the food and behavior. I had, um, you talked about Dr. Barbara Setter on the show who's written a book called Food and Behavior, and she was a, um, a, a probation officer in Cleveland, Ohio in the 70s, and she said she was emotionally all broken down, sick, until she found a book called Sugar and Criminal Mind, and that when she changed her diet, and that's one thing, you talk about emotions. So when people start eating this healthy food and their guts get the cleaning out, do you find there's an emotional change in them and their family members seeing that? Always. There's a huge emotional change. You'll see people that maybe have had issues with irritability or anger or fear or frustration. You really watch these people become more calm their spirits become more loving. They become more forgiving of themselves and of other people as well. You know, there have been studies, research studies done in prisons where they've actually changed the diets of prison inmates and they've taken out sugar and refined carbohydrates and meat and they've put them on a vegetarian diet, uh, a healthier diet, and they've seen it calm behaviors in prisons. Yes. And so we know that there is a direct relationship between what we eat and our emotional well-being, our behaviors, our levels of rage and anger or love and um, and happiness can all really be affected by what we're eating. Yes, 
You know, we you can know eat sugar thinking that it's going to make us feel good, and we get that sugar high, <laughs> and then it lets us down and we become more depressed. Correct, correct. Well, we're going to take a break. Um, you, for my listening audience, you're at the D Hour Network. This is Marsha Patterson for your health. We are blessed with the presence of Mr. Brendan Cobb from the founder of Living Food Institute here in Atlanta, Georgia. So we will be back, and thanks for listening.
All right. You're on the D Hour Network show. This is Marsha Patterson for your health. And we are blessed tonight to have Ms. Brenda Carcon, the founder of the Living Food Institute here in Atlanta. She was giving us in the first hour so many great information about her journey to wellness by eating nutritional food. Ms. Cobb, you've written a couple of books, girl. Ten books? You got ten books on our belt or you have more? Actually, I've got 11 different books that I have written over the years, Marsha. Wow. Okay, give us a little bit. I have here The Living Food of Lifestyle. That is the best book for people to begin with because it will give them recipes, um, over 50 recipes, uh, information about protocol to help them to get started now. There's some great testimonies from other people that have done this same uh, protocol and lifestyle and acid alkaline charts and lots of good information for getting started. So I, I do recommend that people start with that book first. Okay, so that is kind of like a, a, a beginner book, and if you got family members who are sick or even if you just want to change your diet. And what's great about it, you have a facility and you have a place where people don't have to do this alone. So sometimes, you know, like I said before, you become overwhelmed, you're scared, you don't know where to turn, but you are there, and you have staff people there to help people on this journey. So they can Absolutely. Really, they don't have to take this journey alone. They do not. They're going to get full support from people that have done it themselves and really know, you know, how to walk with the person and to help them on their individual journey. Because, again, remembering all of us are a little bit different. That's why we like to individualize protocols for people who come to our center so that they can get the best and optimum results for what they need, not what their neighbor needs or their friend or their uh, their family member, or, you know, their loved one, because that could be quite different. You know, we're all a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Now, looking here, too, because of the, the living food uh, lifestyle, you also have a training manual that goes with that. So yeah, with that- there is a full training manual, quite large. Now, it has over 100 recipes and highlights of all of the lessons that we teach when people come and take one of our programs. So those two books really go quite well together for people that are wanting to get started at home on their own and start reading and following some of the instructions. I think it makes it really easy whenever you can help people to go step by step. Okay. Now, uh, on the last hour we talked about fibroids. Um, Me being an African-American woman, I find so many young women and other people having that problem. Is it due to diet only with fibroids of what's going on? Because you have a book called Healing Fibroids. Yes, I do. Actually, no, you know, it goes back to those those principles, we those five principles we talked about. Fibroids, like any other disease, because any disease or illness within the body is developing within the body from those five reasons. Number one, really? how we think. Yes. All diseases. It doesn't really matter the name of it. So it's first going to be how we think. Next, it's going to be our emotional self. Third, it's going to be stress. Fourth, it's going to be toxins in the body. 
And fifth, it's going to be the right nutrition. So if a person, I had fibroids, so I understand quite a lot about them and have helped many women to get rid of fibroids because you really want to do what is necessary to dissolve them from the inside out. Sometimes people decide that they're going to have them cut out only to realize down the road that they just grow back again. Right. Because the things that cause them to grow in the first place have never been dealt with or changed. And so um, we've got to remember that we've got to heal that mental and that emotional component. We've got to get those toxins out. We've got to eat the right food. All of those things have contributed. It's not just one thing, but it's all of those things. Wow. So when you talk to a lot, if you're talking to women who have fibroids and you ask them about various things that are going on in their lives, you'll see lots and lots of parallels. As an example, uh, sometimes it can be hurt from a partner um, that they have felt that they have not been honored. Um, You know, they've been abused in some way or have not been honored as a woman. Um, you know, those types of emotional things can um, can create the atmosphere, I guess is the way we'll look at it. It can mm-hmm. create the atmosphere for the creation of something like a fibroid. And they're really, they're really prominent, you know, among women, and especially, you know, African-American women. I've had more come with fibroids. So the ego has been injured or there's some unexpressed and unresolved hurts on that emotional level. You know, so those have to be... Those have to be dealt with just like we've got to look at the diet. So if there's been a diet of a lot of animal products, you know, beef, pork, chicken, turkey, whatever it's been, you know, that can, on the nutrition side, play a part in the development of fibroids. Wow. So diet is going to be very important too. It can even going back to nursing a hurt from a partner or a blow to the feminine ego. You know, so a new thought pattern in in beginning the release of those fibroids is to say I release the pattern in me that mm. attracted this experience. I create only good in my life. Sometimes that's not an easy thing to realize, that we actually have attracted those patterns in our lives. You know, I mean, we live our own lives, and there are certain things that we do and that we create ourselves. A part of healing is really coming to the realization that we're responsible, taking responsibility for it, and then doing the things to make the situation better or to improve the situation and you know nobody would I mean I wouldn't have said to myself oh yes I'm going to purposely create breast and cervical cancer right I would never have thought that way but something within me and then you know what I came to realize what was within me in my healing journey 
was the fact that I had been through a very, very nasty divorce. And I really held a lot of anger and hatred toward my ex-husband because I felt that he really did me wrong. And that uh, I held that in, and that helped me to create this breast and cervical cancer. A part of my healing of the breast and cervical cancer was in forgiving him and uh, releasing him to his greatest and highest good, forgiving myself for the you know the times that I had hated him so much because I thought that he was such a horrible person and it was kind of like I had made myself a victim. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I had made my own self that. a victim. So I had to change my thinking of that um it was important that I forgive him and even forgive me, you know, for various things too. And that began the process of my healing. And then, you know, I realized through that process that I had some rage and anger with my father. I love my father, but he was an alcoholic. And he was yeah. a great father. But, boy, he could turn on a dime. And if he turned on a dime when yeah. he was drinking, it could be terrifying. It could be very, very terrifying. And so all of that I had to heal. Right. And a lot of it I had just repressed over the years, you know, being a young child and, you know, repressing things and so forth. And, like, I, I only focused really on the things that are that were good about my dad and so forth. And I never really even realized how much of this rage that I had had in him for various things that... Right you know, I experienced whenever I was a very young child. And so you bring this out in all your sessions with people and they're able to take a look. Do people keep journals? Do you ask them to write things down? Or do, but they we do know. encourage journaling. We think it's a wonderful way for people to write down feelings and to be able to help them to process the things that they're going through. Um, and, and that's something that all of us can do. You know, even without going to a class, you know, we can just begin to write some of our thoughts down. But, yes, we do work with people on um, a very, you know, individual level of, of their emotional healing and helping. We do Bach flower, so we use the, you know, the remedies that Dr. Edward Bach used um, and founded. Dr. Edward Box, the flower, is that like roses or daisies? Are you talking those type of flowers? Yes, I'm talking those kinds of flowers. So all flowers have um, essences of oils in them. Like as an example, even mm -hmm. thinking about rose. Now there is a rose essential oil, and that is when petals are taken and they're actually squeezed, and an oil will come out, and it takes hundreds and hundreds of petals just to even get one drop of rose oil. And, you know, then a rose oil as an essential oil can be used to help in healing. But, you know, rose oil as well as other perfumed oils are used in the manufacturing 
of perfumes, too. So they're used for many different things. The essences of flowers are these very subtle essences that are even lighter than an oil that are in a suspension of a liquid that's like water, so it doesn't really have much taste at all. And you just Mm -hmm. put that under your tongue for a minute or so, and it just absorbs in. And that... um, that is the essences of the flower. So it can be lots of different types of flowers, even from all over the world. And those are called Bach flower essences or Bach and remedies. Sometimes you might see Bach remedies. You know, whenever 9-11 happened in New York, there went out a, a plea from New York asking people that had health food stores or that sold Bach remedies, if they had any rescue remedy on their shelves to please send it to New York because all of the rescue remedy of the Bach flower essences had been bought because everyone was under such a tremendous emotional stress and they were using the rescue remedy to try to help them to get through it. So in the rescue remedy, you know, there there will be different types of essences of different flowers that are mixed together in that one rescue remedy, which is good whenever you are under any type of emotional stress or strain. It can definitely help to calm you. Wow, we need that, especially in our children. Some of the kids are so uh, hyper and ADHD, bipolar, schizophrenic, will nutrition and I know it does but have you had patients to come in people to come in with those emotional issues depression and being able to have some relief in that area yes we've had people with bipolar with depression with schizophrenia with ADHD uh, with autism uh, parents that are are coming in with children that are autistic or have some of these different issues, and we find that this whole protocol greatly helps uh, depression. It greatly helps, you know, everything from autism to attention deficit disorder because many times things like chemicals and toxins that have been introduced into the body have actually created some of these. Mercury, as an example, found in vaccinations is has been thought to have created autism in many children because there are many parents that will blame um you know their child developing autism on the fact that they got a particular vaccine you know right. so there are all kinds of toxins in these things as well and um, the body can react to that, and then it will have neurological issues and symptoms. And um, when we change that and we get those chemicals out, and again, giving the right nutrition, because see, sometimes it's not only about the fact that the nutrition isn't good, but the, the nutrition can be really toxic too. So if, let's say, a child is eating a cookie, And that cookie has not only the sugar in it, but it also has red dye in it Mm -hmm. or other Mm -hmm. chemicals in it that they react to when they eat. They could eat that cookie 
and have um, very drastic kind of behavioral um, issues, whereas another child might eat that key and not, you wouldn't even notice it as much because there's different sensitivities, you know, in different children. When we clean up the diet, when we get it really right, when we support that child in all of those areas, you'll see them calm down, you'll, they'll be able to focus better, they're doing better in school, you know, all of those things come together. Now, tell our listening audience, I know you gave them information about where you located, but how the classes are set up and, um, and how often do you have classes do they? They um, can they register anytime, come in anytime, or how is it set up with the Living Food Institute? We have classes every month. They are on set dates during the month. So every month we're going to have a five day, a ten day, a fifteen day, and we're going to have the a thirty day program, which will be that first part. Because the way we do our thirty day programs is fifteen days, two week break and then another 15 days. So a person can sign up and come and take a program at any time, whether they're wanting to come for one day or longer. And um, as long as we're in a session or, you know, that we have a, a session going on whenever they want to come, we can get them in for however many days that they would like to come for. When we're not in a session for training, People can still come into the Institute. They can come to the store. We have a store that has all organic herbs, superfoods, essential oils, things that people might need, books and equipment and so forth, that they can come and visit. And then our therapy spa. So in between our classes, uh, they can also come in and get massages, colonics, reflexology, a chi machine, energy clearing sessions, emotional healing sessions, uh, thermography, infrared sauna, and so forth. So those are available all the time. And then the actual, um, you know, 15 days out of each month, people are coming in to take that 5, 10, or 15-day program. So they can call at any time. We talk to them, find out what they're wanting to do, and then we'll get them into the soonest class that they are um, ready to come to and and availability that we have to. Have you guys thought about doing virtual classes? So do you do that now? Do you have virtual classes where people can do classes from their, inter- from their home uh, on the Internet with you guys? We have not done that yet because we've been focusing on hands-on with people coming and actually experiencing the therapies, Mm -hmm. learning to make the food, eat the food, experience it hands-on. So at this time, we've not added an online version. Not to say that we may not in the future, but right now we are continuing to focus on this hands-on because we're seeing these most dramatic healings from getting people here with us. And, we, and you're seeing a large number of people, like you said, brain cancer being the number one. So other diseases tend to be growing, uh, you think, or no? They are growing. It is unfortunate, you know, that we have to say that because with all the money that is supposedly been, you know, spending, spent on health, I, I really feel like we don't really have good health care in the U.S. We have more like sickness care than really good health care. And, 
you know, if if everybody would have access to programs like what we teach and if health insurance companies would pay for people to go and take these classes, we could not only improve the health of people so much, but it could save so much in health care services for trying to treat people after they get sick. Now, Brenda, what if someone out here that's listening said, you know what, I don't have none of these diseases, I've not been diagnosed, but guess what, I want to learn how to cook and eat healthy. I want to start now. Are there classes at your facility to say, people, you know what, I want to do this? Absolutely. We have them every single month for two weeks out of every month. And then we have specialty workshops like Coming up on August the 26th, we have a half-day specialty raw and living foods workshop. So we're going to demonstrate various recipes. We're going to serve a vegan, organic, raw and living foods lunch. We're going to have lessons on detoxing and cleansing and how to use herbs and essential oils and superfoods. We're going to do some mental and emotional healing work. So it will be a really jam-packed day of learning all about good health practices. We'll even have a big raffle. We'll give away thousands of dollars in prizes that day. We'll have a big sale in our store. It's all about promoting good health among all of our citizens. So, you know, we have that available. And we actually do a workshop like this four times a year. So this August one is our summertime um, workshop. And then on a regular basis, every single month, people can come in and take recipe classes. for They just want to eat better and just learn some really good, delicious-tasting food. We offer that every single month. We have people who come in sometimes that are wanting to come to become certified as educators. They want to teach people themselves. They want to show them, you know, how to take better care of them health. So we have a educator certification program. And then sometimes just moms are coming in because they want to learn good recipes for their families. How can I right. feed my families in a better way? And, um, you know, so it's all available for them, no matter what level of, say, they can be in great health and just wanting to do even better, or they can be in poor health and needing some support in that area to heal. What is the cost for um, for some of these classes, for some of the people that may be listening that's interested? Well, it will vary. Like this specialty workshop coming up on August the 26th, uh, normally those are $90 a person, but I do have some scholarship seats that are available for $30, and you can bring a friend with you for free. So we like to make scholarship funds available on all of our programs so that we can help people to pay part of the tuition for them. We don't want money to stand in the way of people getting the help that they need. So people are always welcome to ask for our help with scholarship donations. Beautiful. Give them the website and their phone number where they can um, reach you or be able to find some information, more information about what you're sharing with us tonight. So our website is livingfoodsinstitute.com. So that is, again, livingfoods, with an S, 
an institute fully spelled out, dot com. They can call us at 404-524-4488. And we'll, um, usually people leave a message when they call if we're really busy. Uh, then we will give them a call back and, you know, answer questions for them. We have a couple of events each month. We have an educational seminar once a month for two hours on a Monday evening. And we have a banquet feast once a month at the end of one of our programs. And we invite the public to come in, have a big feast, have a meal with us, and hear the testimonies of the people that have just taken our program. And it's very inspiring, plus the food is so delicious. You know, so they can call. Now, they can email me directly, Brenda, B-R-E-N-D-A, at livingfoodsinstitute.com, or they can send a general inquiry to info at livingfoodsinstitute.com. And we're very easy to access. I love to talk to people. I'm very hands-on. So, you know, you're going to be speaking to to me, and um, you may be speaking to some of my other staff as well, but if you have health issues and you need any special help, I want to talk to you because I want to be able to give you that support and to let you know that you're not alone in this and that we will be with you every step of the way to help you to achieve this optimum health that you really deserve to have and you were born to be able to have. And you said your mission, you're being here, your mission is to help people, help the world one person at a time and that center is allowing you to do that because I'm like I said I went to a couple graduations there at your center I haven't taken a class so I'm, I'm I told my daughter we need to come up there and take some classes too so I'm I'm willing to sit at your feet and learn because you know what we do is to share this information share with other people how they can take control of their health and that's one of my company taglines putting the power of good health back into the hands of the people, and we can have that power, but we need to be educated on what to do and how to use that power. Now, real simple, if I wanted to start eating healthy, you mentioned the wheatgrass, you mentioned alkaline water, uh, getting some kale, so all I would need is a Vitamix or a blender or something like that to start off real quick instead of going out and buying um, a juicer, expensive juicer. Well, I think a blender like a Vitamix will get you a lot more um, service uh, because you can make your blended smoothies. You can Mm -hmm. make thinner juices. You can make your sauces, your soups. You can actually do desserts in there. Uh, You can chop in there. Um, You You can do so many different things. So I would say that would be the number one machine. And then, of course, if you wanted to juice your own wheatgrass, you will need a special machine that does juice wheatgrass. And um, and really, you know, that's that's it because some uh, you know some knives and some cutting boards, maybe a food processor, so that you can chop up some of the vegetables and the fruits that can make preparation time really faster and easier. And, you know, if you just want to do better, let's start by thinking in a simple way. If tomorrow you would eat one less thing cooked and one more thing raw, 
you would have done something really good for yourself because when you're eating the cooked food, all the enzymes have been destroyed. So you don't really have any life in the food. It's been changed from alkaline to acid. So now that's making your body more acid. Because there are no enzymes in it, it makes it very difficult for the body to digest. If, on the other hand, you ate something raw, so let's say you were going to have a hamburger for lunch, but instead you decide to have a really big salad with greens and avocado and sprouts and chopped up various vegetables and all kinds of really good fresh produce, and you ate that. Now you've just eaten a plate full of enzymes, vitamins and minerals that have not been compromised. Everything is alkaline, so you're you're helping your body to feel cleanse and detox and you're nourishing at a very basic cellular level. If you just did that one thing and then you felt the energy and the how you felt just a little bit different than when you ate that cooked food then the next day you might be willing to substitute two cooked things for two raw things. And again, as you do a little bit at the time and you feel better and better, then you're more and more encouraged to eat some of those uh, more healthy foods. And before you know it, your tastes have changed. Now you're not even craving some of those foods that you used to want all the time. You're really craving the good foods, the better foods for you. And you're getting all those great enzymes and all those vitamins and minerals. So your body is feeling supercharged. Energy level is higher. Your thinking is better. You're sleeping better at night. You'll find also as you do these types of things that if you have too much excess weight, it'll begin to shed off, and then that will make you feel better too. Wow. Now, you know, I do a lot of fermenting foods. I did some fermented cabbage. I have fermented salsa. So that's one of your prototypes of teaching is a lot of fermented foods there too? Absolutely. Fermented foods are so important. So we teach Mm -hmm. people how to make, and they get to make it for themselves, their own veggie kraut with the cabbage and the juniper Mm -hmm. berries and the sea vegetables and You can ferment all different types of foods, and now what you're getting from those fermented foods are a plethora of these wonderful, friendly bacteria for the colon, for the gut. And, you know, good gut health is so important, and friendly bacteria that comes from fermented foods is a big part of that. You know, we also teach people how to make a beverage called Rejuvelac that is a fermented beverage that they drink. And that is a big boon to health. So we think that fermenting foods is very important. It's easy. Uh, You can have fermented foods all year long, and you can be getting the benefits of all those digestive enzymes and probiotics. So so glad to hear that you're fermenting your foods and and you enjoy that, Marsha. That's just great. I do. I do. Now, this Juvelac you were talking about, is that with the wheat grain or the grain, soaking the grain and getting the juice, from the, the liquid from the grain? Is that what that is? That's one way that people have done it um, for many, many years. We don't teach the grains any longer, and here's why. Because it's normally made with a soft wheat berry, and many people are now allergic to gluten. 
And because so that can give people a problem. So we teach Rejuvelac now by using cabbage. So we make a fermented cabbage juice drink. And that way we don't have an issue with anybody having gluten intolerance or, you know, eating grains. And I know cabbage juice is very, very healthy for fighting cancer and stuff. You know, you can ferment the cabbage and then juice it, and I think that's very powerful too, correct? Well, the way that we do it is we actually take the fresh cabbage, grind Mm -hmm. it up, and then add the water to the cabbage, and you could add some minerals with some sea vegetables and so forth as well, and then let that ferment, and then you have your beverage. And you can either strain it and have just a very clear beverage, or you can then blend it up in the Vitamix at the end and almost make yourself like a little fermented smoothie drink, just a little bit thicker. Okay, hold on. I think I have some a call. Let me see if I have a question. A caller has a question here. Just a second here. All right. Martina, would you like to have ask a question? Okay, I think she just are you Martina, are you in a listening mode on me? Yes, I I'm not gonna talk, mother. Okay, thank you. All right. <laughs> Okay, she's in listening mode only. We had a couple of people just in listening mode only. So, but it's good they're listening, so it's a good thing. But you know, I am so grateful. We want to give some more. We got about twenty-one minutes left of the show. Um, the classes are coming up on August twenty-sixth. You said, and you have the two-week classes. Those classes are regarding healthy cooking. Is that correct? That's right. So on Monday, actually, uh, August the 6th, we're starting a 15-day program in August. And then on Friday, the 10th of August, we start our five- and our 10-day programs. And then we will be doing an educational seminar at 7 p.m. on August the 20th. And we'll have on August the 19th, We'll be doing a banquet feast and the testimonies at the center at 3.30 in the afternoon. And then on the 26th of August, we'll do the half-day raw and living foods recipe workshop. So there's lots of options and opportunities during the month of August. And I just want people, because this this blog Blog, uh, radio blog will constantly be out there so people can always come back and listen to the show because I do see people come back and listen to our show. But to post this information on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter so we can share some options because I know many people know some family members or some of the loved ones who's dealing with cancer. We all know somebody that's dealing with cancer. And we become frightened, we become scared, we don't know what to do, we become overwhelmed. And Brenda and the Living Food Institute is here to kind of take you through this journey without the fear, without the emotions. And I love the way she stands on her faith, speaking the power of positive words over herself. And I know she's teaching others to speak it over themselves and by introducing books that helps us to deal with our emotion, the garbage that's helping to keep us to be sick. So I 
I applaud what you're doing. You've been, you've September 1999, you've been on this journey. You haven't looked back. You haven't deviated, correct? That's right. And, you know, I think that was a good point that you just made is that people may be listening to this um, radio uh, blog later in the year even to remember that even though we were talking about some dates that are happening right now this month, that every single month we have these programs. It's ongoing. Living Foods Institute has been here since 1999, and it's going to continue to be here to serve the needs of the community because um, you mentioned a little earlier, Marsha, our mission is healing the world one person at the time and i really want to thank you for having a platform that you have guests like myself that we get the opportunity to come on and talk about things that we have that can help other people because i think we're all in this together and that as we each individually heal ourselves one by one we bring more healing and more peace not only to our lives but to the whole planet, and that we're all in this as brothers and sisters to love and support each other. And when we do that, we all become better. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. And with that emotional healing, and you know, I've had a couple people, two friends of mine whose husband has cancer, and I didn't think about it affecting their brain or their emotions because they're telling me these men are becoming mean, honorary. They're, and I'm thinking, what do you mean? They're getting this toxin in your system because what affects your bloodstream will affect your brain, affect part of you. So, you know, one of them's on the health journey, the other one's not. They're all on, you know, whatever, whatever's out there, whatever the doctors say, and even their diet hasn't changed. But, you know, the scripture said, let those who have ears, let them hear. And we're putting the word out there because we are a brother's keeper, and we want to be able to make sure people know and have that option. And even with health insurance, a lot of people may not even have health insurance, but guess what? There's an option for you to take care of your health. And they've already they've already walked out the kinks and the errors and everything else that they need to do to get to good health, and that's the Living Food Institute. And Brenda Cobb, I just thank you for being on the show, sharing your information, and I know this is your passion because you can you can hear it. It's in you. But the fibroids, um, want to make sure we get the young ladies to know that, hey, we can take care of some fibroids. So I'm going to put that out there. So I'm telling some young ladies who always walking around having heavy periods and pain and even thinking about having surgery, that we can take care of many diseases and all the stuff. Have you seen anything that the plant-based diet has not been able to cure? You know, I was going to mention that. I really haven't. <clears throat> I have seen it work on virtually every type of disease. I mean, I'm sure there may be diseases out there that I've not even heard of or that no one has come to our center with. But thus far, because we've helped people with heart disease, type 1 and type 2 diabetes, multiple sclerosis and Parkinson's, all types of cancer, arthritis, osteoporosis, depression, schizophrenia, obesity, attention deficit disorder, autism, Alzheimer's. I mean, just on and on we can name these diseases, all types of viral diseases, AIDS, 
HIV, hepatitis A, hepatitis B, hepatitis C. Um, all of these are just reflections of the body being out of balance. So I have found that when we're able to individually help the person, remember that it's not one size fits all, but we can individually help them in those five areas of the mental, the emotional, the stress, the toxins, and the nutrition, that the body will heal itself. And so far I haven't found any disease too difficult for the body to heal itself from. Okay, I'm going to ask you one more question, which have plagued the African-American community is sickle cell. Um, the sickling of the blood, uh, your opinion on that from where you stand from a nutrition standpoint? I have had people come with sickle cell that have gotten a lot of improvements. Sickle cell is a genetic um, disease. And so there's, you know, there's um, an alteration of the chromosomes. Now, we do find that through the emotional healing that the DNA can actually be healed. And I don't know how many people are aware of this, but for years there have been DNA experiments been, being taken uh, place both in outer space and on the planet Earth where yes. DNA yes. would be yes. um, taken from a, um, you know, a person so we'd have the same DNA on the on planet Earth, say, at Emory Hospital, and then we'd have it in outer space. And then um, the DNA on planet Earth would be altered, um, and Emory, let's say, but then simultaneously the DNA, that same DNA in outer space, would alter to match it. So we know that all and everything is all about energy. And so when we do this lifestyle, we raise the energetic vibrational frequencies of the body. Just like when we're using these specific essential oils that we use, that we use as medicines, they raise the um, vibrational frequency of the body. When the vibrational frequency of the body is raised high enough, no disease can inhabit or live in the body and the DNA actually can be changed. So people wow. can actually have reversals even of diseases that have been before now thought of as there is no hope, there is no cure, there is nothing that can help this situation. But really and truly that's not true, Marcia, because with God all healing is possible. Possible. Yes. And yes. when we are using our minds to think in that way, and we have that total faith and belief, just like it says in the Bible, you only need a grain of mustard seed, grain of mm -hmm. faith to move a mm -hmm. mountain. So yes. even even diseases like sickle cell can be improved and in some cases even healed. Wow. Wow. You know, I love your faith. I've, I've loved how you're standing on his word, and because I, that's how I get, that's how I survive each day. Because I need, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for being here. I'm grateful for the knowledge and learning from people like you, and bringing people on the show so we can educate the next generation. I am a mom and a grandma, and I always tell people it's our job to make sure the next generation have a better life than what we're having, and and better health because. The way the kids are eating now, they may not even outlast their parents. You know, you got a lot of children that are obese, they're overweight, they're depressed. 
Uh, they're going through so many issues that they should not have to go through as young kids. And so I think it's our responsibility as moms and grandmoms when we have these knowledges or if people like you have this knowledge, make sure people know that you're out there. You're that, uh, you're that ram in the bush. Some people may feel like they're lost, but no, there's a ram in the bush, and that's what I truly believe uh, the Living Food Institute is, is a ram in the bush for us. And I thank you for what you've done since September of 1990. So it's just a blessing. Well, you're so sweet. And, you know, it's my pleasure. It's, it really gives me great pleasure to be able to contribute in some way to doing what I can to hopefully make the world a better place because mm-hmm. there's so much that we hear on a day-to-day basis that's not positive and there's a lot of negativity in the press, you know, watching television and in the uh, news and all that. Yes. And really that's not um that's not a good place for us to be. We really need to be focusing on the positive and mm-hmm. all of the really wonderful, good things that um, are available to us and us putting out more positive energy, mm-hmm. us right. putting out more love among ourselves and, you know, to each other so that we are an instrument for creating that new frequency, you know, that higher vibrational frequency I think that love heals all things and that it is the most important of anything is love. And I just want to see all of us do more of giving love to each other because when we give it, it benefits us too. Amen. Amen. Oh, girl, you're preaching up in here. Yes, that sounds really good. (laughs) That sounds real good. I love it. I love it. I love it. But we have about nine minutes. I want to give your information out again because I want people to have it because I truly believe what you're doing. I love it, and I support it 100%. So let the listening audience know, again, how they can reach you and your website. And we also have that posted out here on our website, too. So if anyone has any questions, you can give her a call or you post it out here on the website, and we'll make sure she get it. So you want to give that to us one more time, please? So the phone number is 404-524-4488. The website is livingfoodsinstitute.com. And you can email me personally, brenda at livingfoodsinstitute.com, or general emails, info at livingfoodsinstitute.com. And please do reach out. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to help you. I'd love to hear what's going on with you. I'd love to have you come over to see us at the center. And to my listening audience, I want to do our disclaimer. To all the For Your Health listening audience, this program, radio show, advice, all the information presented here is for purpose of information and education only. It should not be construed as offering medical advice or diagnosis or treatment of any illness or injury conditions or prevention of any health problem. The viewer or the listener should consult a licensed physician or health care practitioner for proper diagnosis or treatment. So we just want to make sure that's clear. But we know, speaking from our experience and what she's experienced, eating healthy, nutrition, 
vegetables. Can't make no disclaimer about that. That is, it works. And I, like I said, I've met people who've been to your graduation. It's a beautiful little graduation ceremony. You get a chance to taste a lot of the foods and even make crackers. You guys even teach how to make crackers, isn't that? Flaxseed crackers, isn't that? Oh nice? yeah, crackers, cookies, snacks, all kinds of good stuff, Marsha. <laughs> we believe so, in eating really, really good tasting food, not just good nutritious, but good tasting too. Now you hear people say about organic, buying organic, being expensive. How do you handle that um, question with them when they talk about, "Well, man, this is too expensive. I can't buy food. What can I do?" You know, now there's so many choices for organics, and it's not as expensive. A lot of times it's even close to exactly the same price. I tell people shop more in the outer bands of the grocery stores where you have your fresh produce. It's not really fresh organic produce that makes your bill go up so much. It's all that uh, processed food, you know, canned food, box food, frozen foods, you know, all that stuff. And that it's really worth it because if you practice what we were talking about earlier with Hippocrates' philosophy, let food be your medicine, let medicine be your food, it would be better for you to spend a little bit more now on good food, (laughs) thinking of it as medicine for your body. Amen, amen. And so it's okay. You know, spend a little more on it. You're worth it. And then just don't be buying all that junk food because you don't want that stuff. It's not really good for you. Amen, amen. And we got about five minutes left of the show. I want to thank you so much. You are a blessing, and I'm pretty sure someone's listening, and this information is going to be very helpful for them and their family. So we applaud you, and thank you for being on our show. Thank you so much, and I really am appreciative to you, Marsha, for having this show and for inviting me uh, on. It's been a lot of fun with you tonight, and, uh, you know, any time that you want to talk about good health, you know, reach out. I'm always happy to come back. I love it. Thank you so much. All right. So listening order you on the D-Hour Network for your help with Marsha Thaddison and the Living Food Institute with Brenda Cobb. I just want to thank you guys. You guys have a blessed week, and be safe, and may the grace of God keep you protected.
you on the D Hour Network show. This is Marcia. We're ending our show. I hope to hear you see. Hope you tune in next week on August 